<laughs> What's poppin'? It's me, your girl, Charlotte. What's up, Bloom Sprouts? It's your number one spiritual goddess, Sadie Bell, in the his house. What's up, guys? It's Sarah. <laughs> Simple bitch. I know, I was about to be like, basic bitch. <laughs> I like Simple it. Simple bitch is better. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Simple bitch. Anyway, what's poppin' with y'all? How you been? Good. I woke up like 30 minutes before you got here. <laughs> yeah, work's been good. Work, work, work just went by a regular day today. Nothing really like. I had, um, I did have an epiphany this morning that, um, I haven't told you this, so I guess I'll tell it on the podcast. Why not? Okay, so, um, long, long story short, um, <laughs> this is a weird epiphany, um, but, uh, it has to do with my shoes. Oh. <laughs> Yes. So, before I met, um, uh, Karma's sperm donor, um, I wore Vans all the time. And I wore Vans because I was really happy with myself and how my life was going at that time. Um, about halfway into our relationship, when things started to get bad, when, like, he stopped loving me, um, I started wearing moccasins. And I've been wearing moccasins ever since. They were, like, well, like... (coughs) Sad shoes. Yeah, comfort shoes and sad shoes. Um, and uh, I actually met this dude named Matt, and uh, things are going really, really well between him and I. We've we've connected like no other. Like, yeah. Like how I thought Timmy and I were connecting. We're doing it for real. Like, it's real. I don't have a doubt in my mind. Like, mm. With all the lessons that I've learned, like, I'm like, oh, shit. Shit. Um, and I've been pretty happy with everything in my life, but there was that one thing missing. I had gotten the final piece of my puzzle, and then I realized that, like, I'm happy. And, like, I'm not happy... Because of him, necessarily. He makes me happy, but I'm happy because of me, you know? Like, it's something that no one can take away from me. Literally everyone in my life, except for Karma, could walk (laughs) out of my life right now. I'd be sad. I'd be so heartbroken. But I'd still be... Okay. Yes, exactly. I started wearing Vans the other day. Again. And I wore them again today, and, like, I've just been drawn (laughs) back to them. And, um... With me, the universe has to show me a lot of signs because I need a lot of reassurance because of my trauma. (laughs) And, um, it started with this obsession with the color pink. So I looked into it and, um, a goddess that's associated with the color pink, uh, I believe it's Eros. I believe. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the goddess. And basically, oh, my little heart. (laughs) I'm playing with the cat right now. LOL. Um, (laughs) Havoc specifically. But, uh, he just tried to bite the shit out of you, though. Yeah, I'd be like, playing. Nah, I know. Playing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's playing. Yeah, he's gonna hurt. Though. He's aggressive. He yeah, but say he's aggressive. Aggr- he seems aggressive. Uh, when he when he <laughs> gets riled up, but, oh, he yeah, gets yeah. he plays aggressive. <laughs> I can't help it. He's just so soft. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah, I've been really drawn to the color pink, and uh, Eros is like basically the goddess of like love and happiness, and um. My cards kept saying in my future that, like, true love and happiness, like, um, 
spiritual and material abundance around you. Um, uh, happiness is on its way. Um, take care of yourself. Expect calm after the storm. And, like, what I went through with Timmy is definitely a storm. I'll admit that. Like, um, all of this stuff was, like slowly progressing into my life and then the shoes were like the final piece and Sadie had said to me this morning like put the final nail in there that um she just said uh she said something like it wasn't okay it wasn't a compliment worded in a basic way but it was like let me let me let me think for a second let me think what around what she said she had mentioned me that she liked that I was wearing Vans today. It wasn't that, like, your Vans are cute or anything. It was something along the lines of, like, I like that you're wearing Vans today. That's the way she worded it made me think, made my head turn. It was like God was talking to me type shit. God was using her to talk to me. That was the final piece where I was like, dude, you're happy again. You're wearing your Vans again. Because I remember I was talking to Matt when we were in the mall, and I was like, yeah, I used to wear Vans all the time. I used to fuck with Vans heavy. I used to love Vans. And I was like, why did I not, why did I stop loving Vans? And I was like, and like now I'm like back to when I was happy before I got my heart completely fucking smashed like like a kid but wiser so yeah I guess my day was kind of interesting That's <laughs> it was it, it was boring work wise but it was, pretty, it was a pretty interesting day what about you Sadie it was a pretty Bland, plain yeah, Jane pretty, day, right? Yeah, there was nothing, nothing new about today, unfortunately. Um, Sometimes it'd be like that. Yeah, it was a regular work day. Sometimes it'd just was, be another day, another nickel. Yeah, my day was pretty, pretty basic. Pretty basic. <laughs> yeah, pretty simple. But I mean, I was I was excited. I was like, I mean, I I look for I'm looking forward to recording today. Bro, same. Oh, don't forget to check out our Instagram page and see what munchies we're having today. Oh, yes. yes. Get out of my head. <laughs> so for today's topic, Sarah thought it would be interesting if we talked about idols and role models. So I am curious because I know you got a, a good family history. I'm wondering if like... Oh yeah, I'm wondering. I'm wondering who your idols are. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. It's funny you, you asked that because I was like, you should definitely talk about her. Yeah, because I know she's impacted you hella, hella, hella. Yeah. Exactly. I've never and that's even met her. Why? Adore the ground that she walks on. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yes, um, both of my grandmothers will be in here. Um, so. That brings me to my first role model, um, someone I've looked up to my entire life, um, my great-grandmother. Um, when I was three and a half years old, um, me to my first role model, um, someone who's been there my entire life, uh, my great-grandmother, 
uh, when I was three and a half years old, um, my, I was living with my father for about six months. Um, and then he dropped me off at my great grandma's and never came to pick me up. Um, so since I was three and a half, this woman has raised me. And when I was four, um, they call it DCS down in Florida, um, or not DCS, DCF, mm -hmm. um, I knew exactly what you were talking about, and I was just like, mm-hmm, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, wait, it's DCF. Um, uh, DCF, when I was around four, um, they were officially going to put me in the foster care system. What? Yeah. Um, my grandmother, um, my whole family was in the courtroom, um, but they, the judge asked my grandmother if she wanted me, and she said I didn't fit into her lifestyle, which is a good thing, because, um, you'll find out later on why that's mm -hmm. a good thing. I'm not going to mention it now. Yep. Um, but she said I didn't fit into her lifestyle. Um, but then my great-grandmother decides to say that I fit in hers, and... She brings me home, and then when I'm six, six, almost seven, she finally adopts me. And I specifically remember saying on the ride home, can I call you mom now? <laughs> Aww, that's so pure. Yeah. Sarah! <laughs> um, that woman is my life, and I don't know what I would do if she dies. Well, when she dies, she is, she is 79, um, but hopefully she lives like a hundred more years. <laughs> me. At least Just saying, you need to live longer than me. <laughs> Thank, you. You. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Please me. and my mom. <laughs> also, yeah. this is like kind of a side note, but our childhoods are really similar because I do believe my dad probably left when I was around three and a half to be exact, and he basically just up and left. He didn't answer the door, so it was the opposite way, but it was the exact same fucking thing. That's crazy. And I'm pretty sure Anna had some, like, shit about her dad that was like that. I don't know her story, because we were, like, we were drunk and doing magic, so <laughs> we, we were all over the place with our stories. We only yeah. half-assed each of our stories, but yeah. I think that's what draws us together. Yeah. And the Aries, because I'm pretty sure my ascending signs in Aries. Yeah. Um, you're, you're good, you're good. Um, and all throughout my life, I used to wonder what it would be like if my mom raised me. And I think it's a very good thing that my mom didn't raise me because my mom has absolutely no filter. She does not give a single fuck about anybody or anything. Yeah, you needed to be nice. <laughs> exactly. And, um, that's what I take pride in, mm -hmm. is my kindness. And that's because of my great-grandmother. You're such a kind being. And, uh, one thing I absolutely love about this goddamn woman. Oh, she's amazing. Um, every single day she dresses up. She is so cute. I would die <laughs> for her. <laughs> Literally, every single day she dresses up, no matter what. 
Um, actually reminds me a lot about you, Sadie. <laughs> what? <laughs> Like, like you don't you don't like but, dress up dress up but you but like dress up. you don't just lounge around in sweatpants and <laughs> you know like like me too interesting. that's like, what I do interesting <laughs> <laughs> you have an idea Mr. Krabs I have that was oh, I literally I kind of I did have an idea or a thought that's so that's funny. really funny. <laughs> delicious. Are you a witch now, too? Um, so, for those of you, because I definitely want to keep this in, for yeah. those of you listening, Wondering um, what the fuck we're talking yes, about. we're sitting in the studio, and my touch light comes on as I'm about to spill my thought. <laughs> as if, timing. as if she literally had the perfect idea, and it, lamp. <laughs> lamp! Um, but yeah, I never... You're right. I never noticed that about myself that I do change out of my. You always change out of your work clothes as soon as you get home. I mean, usually. Yeah. Usually you do. But um, today's the exception because we recorded right away. (laughs) Yeah. So I mean, it reminds me a lot of you now that I think about it, and literally just thought about that. Yeah. Just now. (laughs) Exactly. Literally just now. Um. But yeah, she. Oh my god. If you melted down her gold jewelry, you would make a fucking gold bar. I swear. And I mean, like, I say that because she has jewelry, like, that she has wore for 60 years. Oh, my God. So she's collected some shit. Oh, my God. She has her sister's, um, her sister's uh, amethyst ring. Oh, that's beautiful. And... Her sister passed away back in, like, 1950, 1960, something like that. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. She's cute. Tell Grandma she needs to send me some clothes she does not like anymore. Girl. Yeah, for real. <laughs> honestly. That's her, oh, right. I know she's honestly, got, I know everything she's got she has clothes. is going to me. I know she's got clothes. Every that. single thing that she has is going to me. I just want the vintage stuff. <laughs> I'm not selling any of her stuff, so I mean, whatever you want, you can have as well. Oh, you're so cute. She, oh my god, she has this collection of dolls. She's so cute. Oh my, uh, this woman and her dolls. Precious, precious, precious. Oh my god, precious. Like, you know how you know how many head wraps you have? You know? Yeah. All of your fucking head wraps? My mom has like ten times more dolls. Ten times more dolls. And she has a glass cabinet full of glass stuff that I could never touch when I was little. My, grandma, my grandparents <laughs> had that. Yeah, and it was in the living room for everyone to see. Yes, but you can't, you touch, can't it. touch it. And if you're standing there looking at it, what you're looking at? Get away from there before you exactly. break something. You're like, it's in the fucking cabinet thing that I can't <laughs> touch. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Exactly. And they'd have it in, like, the roughhouse room where there's always thumping and yes. shit. Yes. Like, Why? 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 I know. I know that you want everyone to see it. But this was in the hallway to the bathrooms and the bedrooms. Mine? Why would you put it there? Mine was in the living room right next to the TV. Okay, so it was like... A, we both did the same like What? Ours, ours was in the back room, so it wasn't where the kids roughhoused. I... 
I will give grandma props for that shit. <laughs> and some was in the kitchen, and sometimes we did rest half of so, the kitchen. Yeah, some was... We, like, had, we had one in the kitchen. Yeah, they had it in the back room, so... Well, my great-grandma had this little desk. Um, it was... It was like you pull the thing down, and it's a desk. And you can put stuff in there, and there was, like, a glass thing on top where you can put, like, glass stuff. She put shit, glass shit in there, too. I couldn't get in there. And, um, she had a lot of pictures of her family in there, too. Um, I know so much about my family history. Same with her grandparents. Literally, because I grew up with my great-grandmother, I know so much about my family history. My family (laughs) history. What the fuck? Unplug that bitch. (laughs) It's gonna blind my eyes. I keep looking at it. Okay. Ghostly. Um, What's really crazy is, um, my family history is in an Illinois University textbook. Yeah, I do remember remember telling you this. Um, they call him the unidentified Italian man, but I don't remember his first name, but his last name was Lazod, and that's my great-grandmother's maiden name. He came from Italy... And, uh, when he came to America, it went from Lay Shot to Lay Zod. And, um, he traded a monkey and a hand organ for a piece of land in Illinois. And, uh, there's a newspaper article about it also that my great-grandmother has of them talking about it. And it has a picture. My great grandmother was in the pic in the fucking picture. Like, yeah. This didn't happen when she was born, but like, they, since it is in the Illinois University textbook, they know about it. And the newspaper did an article about it. So, yeah, my great grandmother, my great grandmother was in the newspaper when she was like four. Dang. With her whole family, all her brothers, her sisters, mom and dad. Yeah. The whole shebang. Yeah. I'll have to pull it up and show you uh, sometime. I'll find it. Um, But yeah, I learned a lot about my family history because of my great grandmother. And I love, love knowing my family history. I wish I I knew mine, but I'm also happy that I can rewrite mine. Yeah. It starts with me now. Yeah, exactly. I don't know enough about the past, so fuck it. Yeah. Well, see, with Same me, here. it kind of... Family history. Because I do know how um, my great-grandmother's side of the family is. They're not very nice people. Um, Probably why she ended up being so nice. Exactly. How cold the world was. Um, her sisters... Her sister that was 14 months older than her used to always bully her, call her fat, call her this, call her that. She never got a break. And she hasn't talked to her sister in over. She didn't talk to her sister, her her sister that's 14 months older than her, for over 50 years. She doesn't talk to her. She all... Her sister always wants to say 
that they don't have the same dad, blah, 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 What? Blah. Either way, that doesn't, Matter. that doesn't mean that you're not sisters. For real. Like, she always we're tried to say that. We're sisters and we're not even blood related. Exactly. But see, to some people, that matters. But see, the thing is, even if they don't have the same dad, guess what? You have the same mom. You're still fucking sisters. Period. You still have the same blood running through your goddamn veins. It doesn't matter. So, um, I just, I don't, it sucks that I'm like that with my sister in the sense of I don't talk to my sister. I'm not mean to my sister. She was mean to me. <laughs> um, but I don't want to get to that point. I want my sister to get better before I can talk to her ever again. Big fucks. Because if she can't do that, then, exactly, then why am I even going to try? Exactly. So I think that's also my great-grandma's mentality of it. I think a lot like her. I was raised by the woman. I We, we listen to the same music. I mean, it's funny you say that. The other day, I, was, I don't know why, but I, on the way to work, I was like... I was thinking about kids, and I'm like, I was thinking about sort of like my fears with having kids now, and it made me think, it was like, you know, your kids become what they see, what they're raised around. Yeah, 100%. And my dad used to always say, like, when we would have disagreements about something, uh, or if we would get into an argument, uh, when I lived with him in Illinois, he'd be like, you're just like your mom. And I was like, she raised me. <laughs> like, of yeah. course I'm going to be just like my mom. Like, yeah. I'm going to be fucking strong-willed and pig-headed. Like, of yeah. course. Yeah, exactly. But um, also, I mean, with that, she did teach me critical thinking skills mm -hmm. and common sense and street smarts and his idea of how to raise kids. So I was just like, yeah, um... That's how you were raised, and uh, <clears throat> thank God we were not raised like that, and that's how you were going to raise us. Yeah. Like, uh, my mom... I would be a completely different person. I cannot say that enough. I would be a completely different person. Yes, I am a lot like my mom Same in some ways. Same with my dad. Like, my mom's a fighter. Yeah, you're she fi likes fighter to you fight. To exactly. I only fight when I need to. Like... I mean, technically, I didn't need to this one time, but the bitch tried me, so I and just kind of beat her ass. Exactly. Yeah, and I was. I was a completely different person back then. You were in a different mindset. She was, she was fucking with you for way before that. That was just the final straw. That See, final the straw thing now, is, and this is what I get from my great-grandmother, I let people walk all, of, all over me. Mm-hmm. I hate that bitch. Oh my god. Literally. Before you she has hers. done so much shit to me. <laughs> Sorry, that was a cat. That. I'm reckless. <laughs> um, always fucking, getting under I here. Him. Um, he's gonna come after my feet, I swear. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I heard that. Um, like, she had been fucking with me for so fucking long. She had done so much dirty shit to me. In my own fucking house. And I couldn't take it anymore. So I beat her ass. As she deserved. 
<laughs> As you should, bitch. For real, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was a completely different person back then, and I told my great-grandma about it, and she was... <laughs> she actually laughed. Oh, laughed too. Good, like, good for granny grands. And literally every time... I don't know why. Every single time she calls me, she mentions my ex. Yes, she does. And she <laughs> yes, loves she talking does. shit about him. Yes, she does. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I was telling her how I was auditioning for The Voice, and she was like, I was really afraid that that bastard made you scared to sing. I was like, oh, my God. Like, where did that come from? She's a fucking savage. She is a fucking savage. I will say that forever. Um, I've been talking about my great grandmother for a long time, so let's switch people. <laughs> um, okay, so the next one is my grandmother. Um, for very, very, very different reasons. Um, she taught me what not to be. Mm. Um. My grandmother was a drug addict. She died when I was eight years old of a drug overdose caused by her doctor. But yeah, it was it was a Whitney Houston type of thing. Oh yeah, it happens. It was it was a Whitney Houston type. I'm pretty sure that's what happened to Juice World too. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's how he had his drug overdose was over some medication. But uh, yeah, my uh, grandmother she died of a drug overdose when I was eight years old. And to this day, I still won't take pills. I don't take aspirin. I don't take Tylenol. Um, when I had whooping cough when I was 17, they offered me pills. And I said, no, give me the liquid shit. I don't, I don't do that anymore. I, I can't take pills. Why? It's, it's a mental thing for me um, because... She was on pills. You don't want to be like her? I don't, exactly. And, like, I know Tylenol's not gonna be... I know Tylenol's not addictive. I know Advil's not addictive. I know none of that shit's addictive. But it's the thought of a pill going down my throat. And it just... I, I can't do it. That's fair. I understand exactly And I hate doing from. it. Sometimes, sometimes if it's really bad, if I have, if I have this massive headache... I'll take some, uh, headache relief, whatever. But that's about the only time that I'll take a pill. Except my birth control that's coming. Ow. Birth control's kind of necessary right now, so. Yeah, for you. For you, it definitely is. These periods suck ass. Anyway, yeah. we don't need to add that in there. <laughs> but yeah. Um. But yeah. She taught me what not to be. Although, she was also a very sweet woman. She taught me what not to turn into, but she treated me right. She was the one that brought my mom to visits with me. Um, she's the one that um, helped my mom uh, see me before the Jesse McCartney concert that my grandma took me to. Um, she did so much for me, and my brother and sister didn't know her growing up, so <clears throat> what really bothers me is when my sister says, I swear on Ma, 
Because, first of all, really? you didn't know her. Yeah. You didn't know her like that. You met her once. That you remember. One time. And, like, I understand that your grandmother, you love her. But you can't swear on somebody you don't know. You can't swear on your grandmother that you never got to experience anything with. Because you don't know what you're swearing on. That's what really gets me. I don't know. I felt that. It's like, a, it's kind of like a really stupid thing, but it's also like, in my head, that's my fucking grandma. I grew up with her. I grew up with her until I was eight. And I know when I say, I swear on Ma, I truly mean it because she meant a lot to me. But when my sister says it, there's no way she can... She's lied to me swearing on Ma before, so... Like, yeah. So, I mean, obviously that means nothing to her. She swore on Ma that she didn't sleep with my ex, but guess what? She did. Nice. But, yeah. Um. So, yeah. My great-grand... My great-grandmother. My grandmother is basically my role model to show me not what not to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and some idols, some idols I have. Definitely one of them is gonna be Mr. Harry Styles. And you said no. No, I said he might be in there, but not for the reason that you think. Oh yeah, you did. Okay, yep. I'm sorry, my bad. Oosh. She corrected me. She came for me, y'all. She said, when you were Yes, me, she was I like, you best come correct, bitch. I forgot. I'm sorry. My bad. Brain fart. It's okay. Um, <coughs> Harry Styles is my idol for the reason. Um, he's changed a lot. From when he auditioned for The X Factor to now... He's become just something amazing. You know, to be honest, I the song that got me to like be interested in him was Adore You. Mm-hmm. And I didn't start really kind of fucking with his music now until you. Mm-hmm. Um because like my impression of him when I knew what I knew of him was One, One Direction. Direction. And it just was like oh God, boy bandy poppy bubblegum bullshit mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. You know, don't like that type of music. But his solo stuff, like, you see him as an artist. You see him exactly. as a person. Exactly. You see him like, oh, he goes through the same thing yes. that you've gone through. Exactly. And like, oh, my God. Falling? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> don't get me started. That's you know what's really funny? For the longest time... So a couple weeks ago, when you we were playing it on TV, I thought that was a love song. Nope. Mm-mm. I wasn't listening to it until I was like, holy shit! Here is I'm falling again. Yes! Falling again. And it sounds like... Not even that. What am I now? What am I now? What if I'm someone I don't want around? I don't know it's why. It's because whenever I you always... hear it the first time, um, before seeing the music video, you don't you like, don't understand hear what he's saying exactly. exactly. Especially with the accent. 
Yeah. Like, you don't understand. But, yeah. What if I'm someone I don't want around? Me! I fucking felt that. Literally. You know, Sarah, I think it was you that, now that I'm thinking about it now, like, I'm having brain farts from it, but, like, I'm really... I think it was you when we did the music episode that it... The light bulb went off that it was like, that's not a love song. Holy shit. I think so. Yeah, I think Like, so, I right? think it was there. I think it was the music episode <laughs> when we were talking about it. That I was like, yeah. the, the next time I heard it, it was like, damn. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like, he, he just seems like the sweetest, the sweetest bean. And I would, I would literally take a bullet for him. I'm not even joking. Yeah. I'm not even joking. I would straight take a bullet for him. As I would my great-grandmother. Just pointing it out there. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I would take a bullet for him. I, I think he deserves to live a natural, long life. You know, like. He's a good bean. Like, I think he deserves the world. He, he deserves the world. He does. Um, Is he single? Because if he's single, I'll plug you real quick. I don't fucking know. Honestly. Yo, Harry, if you're single, um, hit me the fuck up. She'll treat you right. I promise Just... you, she will treat you right. <laughs> literally, she'll literally worship the ground you walk. On. Dead ass. <laughs> I will. I will. I swear to God, I will. Um, but like, he's inspired me a lot. He. I can't say he's what made me want to start singing for real. Because that was actually Justin Bieber. <laughs> I know, I know. Basic bitch Sarah. Mm. I but, love Justin Bieber too. But literally, point, so Justin Bieber. But I think it was in the music episode, right? Um, like, Justin Bieber. Like, that one song. I can't remember. Made, yeah, I can't remember I that song that y'all know. Yeah, there you go. The one that y'all know. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that I was like, I've never even heard that song. Yeah. Yeah, the one I was born to be somebody. Ain't nothing that's ever gonna stop me. I light up the sky like lightning. I'm gonna rise above, show them what I'm made of. <laughs> but yeah, that's all. This is definitely one of my biggest idols from since 2010. Uh, another. One of my idols. This is, um, this is a little different because she's, I'm pretty sure she's dead now. Honestly. Um, Shirley Temple. I, yes, I believe she died yeah. within the past two years or something like that. Yeah. Um, I love her. So adorable. So Monkeys and rats. Yeah, um, but totally over my head. <laughs> um, one of my friends, she she was my best best friend back in middle school. Love her, love her. Um, she really got me into Shirley Temple. Uh, she lived she lived like uh, a block away from me, and I used to go over her house all the time. Her like, her whole family loved me, so, like, every time I came over, they were Mexican and Puerto Rican, so, okay. like, every time I came over, they had food for me, 
And then we would just sit there and eat our food and watch Shirley Temple. That's so fun. On VHS! That's nostalgic as fuck. Like, middle school me. I was 12. Like... What? Sarah, when I was 12... In, yes, in middle yeah. school, I would go over to one of my best friend's house, and her grandma would have fried chicken, her fried chicken prepared for me, ready for us to just hang out, and then my mom would come get me. Oh my god! How have we never talked about this before? I don't know, that's fucking crazy. But yeah. Um, that's why you're one of my soulmates. Yes, 100%. But Shirley Temple, ugh. Jessica's Sweet human being. Like, and she's so adorable with her little girls. Oh, God. I would die for those girls. I literally... I was so dumb one day. Okay. How dumb were you? I was very <laughs> fucking dumb! I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. Um, so, my great-grandma was using her curlers and her hair and she sleeps in them every night one of those grannies yeah every night okay i like um, when those grannies show up to the store with the rollers still on i think it's so cute she's done that many of times she just puts a little yes some of them don't even do that oh she that is did. so cute she always that or she would not leave the house until her hair was done because um she had she had a uh two-step process to it she would roll her hair at night and then in the morning, she would take it out, and then she would use her curling brush on it. So many times did she have me do her hair. Oh, my God. No, no you know how to do old lady hair. When we I used to cut her hair. That's that's why I told you I can do your hair. Mm-hmm, yeah. The only difference was hers was curly as shit, and yours is straight. You do, Mom. <coughs> she said, you got that black girl hair. Hell no. You want it to <laughs> Depends shade, on how you yeah. want it. She said, hell no. Um, that's, that's all you, boo. <coughs> Depends on how you want it. Uh, Not this hot mess. <laughs> but, uh, so, one day, I look at her, and I'm like, Mom, can you curl my hair like you do yours? When, normally, what I would do is just use the little sponge rollers and just, like, curl it, like, up to here. Well, she would do it, but, you know, whatever. Um, but, like, normally I would just use the sponge rollers. And then I asked her to do it for me, how she does it. And I woke up, and my hair was about this long when we started. And it was, like, up to here when we ended. Oh, my God. So Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple? Yes! And this was in elementary school. That When I did that, that was in elementary school. I was in, like, third grade. Oh, yeah, that's a perfect age. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. So, um, I had a, I had quite the obsession with Shirley Temple, um, really my whole life, but Leda, my friend, she got me into it, so. Yeah. Cool it was beautiful. But, uh, I think that's it for me. So. What about, who's going second? You? What about you, Charlotte? Who are your role models and idols? Alright, so we'll start with idols. I'll start with that one. So, um, I have a lot of idols throughout, like, the years and decades and stuff. 
and all of that shit. I can't believe I've lived more than a decade. Wow. Anyway, um, right now, uh, I have two really big idols that I look up to. Um, Six Luck and Blackbird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, see, I knew it. Yeah, you know me too well, but I love I love me some Six Lack and I love me some Black Bear. So anyone knows with music like the the what the music actually is like how it sounds does matter to me. But then yeah. lyrics, got yeah. it. Interrupt you real quick. Yeah. So. Okay. So side little note, little tangent. Put a pin in yours. I'm saying Six Lack because fucking YouTube, my Alexa would not recognize me saying Black. It did not. Every time I kept trying to find or play yes, that far, I was like six lakh that far, and it was like, are you fucking serious? I was like, Alexa, you bitch. Alexa, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So for my idols, first one we're gonna talk about is six lakh black. Um, uh, his beats fire. His shit is fire. His songs are always good. They always smack. And one thing I really like about him is that it's always a six lakh song. You know it. As soon as it comes on, you're like, oh, that's my boy. What's up? You know it's him. You know it's him. <clears throat> um, I also want to add an extra one. Uh, Cal Scrubby. I totally forgot about him, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about him, too, because he's, he's chef's kiss. Fuck. But um, six lakh really helped me on my spiritual journey. Uh, he's got a kid. And he does everything he does for his baby. You know what I mean? And, like, uh, his music has a way of, like, centering me and reminding me of who I am in a way that, like, no one else ever has been able to, except for Cal Scrubby. <laughs> they, they both, they're both very similar but very different. Um, they both have their own so- sound. You know exactly who the fuck it is. You know, you know who the fuck it is. He doesn't, don't even denounce themselves. Like, they, you, you know. You know exactly who they are. And they have this demeanor that's so that's so G'd up, but if you, like, listen to some of their songs and the lyrics and shit, um, you can kind of, like, feel the vibe that they are, like, the actual true person they are. Um, I feel like a kind of a softness, like a sweetness to them. Like, they have a heart, you know? And some of their shit, <coughs> kiss really hits. <coughs> it was alright. <coughs> you're so good at be like that sometimes. I ain't tripping about a damn thing. But um, they both help me a lot spiritually, uh, especially to remind me like stay in your own lane, focus on you right now. Cause right now I need to focus on me, and I am, you know, doing my shit best I can. It's always a good reminder. And I also, I'm really hard on myself, so like Cal specifically. Really helps remind me, like, who the fuck I am. Because a lot of his shit is, like, don't fuck with me. Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out of my face. I know what I'm doing. Fuck you. You know what I mean? And sometimes I need that little reminder. Because sometimes I care too much about what people think. It's like, man, shut the fuck up. Yes. Sometimes you just gotta say shut the fuck up, Charlotte. Sometimes you really just gotta say shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then, um, Black Bear... Black Bear really helped me a lot with my relationship issues and my relationship traumas. So Anonymous came out when um, his his woman was pregnant with Midnight. And uh, it also came out when I was pregnant with Karma. So a lot of that stuff, a lot of the like verses and shit that he writes, that pain that he has, it hits. We didn't go through the same shit, but we went through the exact same shit. I feel like our 
um, with how much music that I've listened to. I listen to him extensively, and I've listened to him with my meditations and stuff. Um, so, like, I've seen the pictures of, like, the life that he lived in a sense of whatever he's written. Whatever the songs say. I don't know everything about his life because I didn't live his life with him. But I feel like we did experience a lot of the same reality. A lot of the same shit. We think a lot alike. You know, with... Again, I know a lot of his songs. I know a lot of his music. He's had a lot of music. He's been doing this for a bit. And I just... I feel very... Whenever like whenever a song comes on, I'm like, me as fuck. Me as fuck whenever he comes on. And then the relationships... Uh, uh, the relationship songs that he has... Um, sometimes it really showcases the pain that I felt. Or the feeling that I felt that I couldn't put into words. And... Um, I also like that he's a little cocky. So I really like that about him. Dude, you're so good. <coughs> oh, fuck, sorry. You're so good. I like that he's a little cocky. I really do. Um, reminds me to keep my demeanor cheat up. You know what I mean? Be a little cocky. Sometimes I, sometimes I have the right to be a little cocky. We all do. You, you gotta bro, teach your own horn. Every now and then. Every now yes, and then you gotta teach you your got own to. horn. Exactly. But that's really it for idols. I have a lot of role models. Um, Ooh, I already told them. Pills. I already told them, but I got um a lot of people that I look up to. Now I'd like to start with my family history. Um, my dad is one of the people that like I do not want to end up being. So just like yeah, just like oh fuck, that hurt my foot. Okay, we're fine. Everything's fine. But he taught me a lot of what I didn't want to be, especially with him being an alcoholic. He literally chose a bottle over me when I was three, like three and a half, some shit. Like that's, that's to the grid of things. That's blatantly what you fucking did. Like shit, man. Um, and I don't want to do that, especially with my daughter. I have it in perspective. You know, I want to always want to be there for her. The way that my dad should have been there for me. Um, and we'll segue into my mama. The woman who raised me. Mama D. She taught me a lot about responsibilities. I'm a very responsible person. Like, uh, moment I get paid anything, like whenever I get my taxes, the moment I get my taxes or my paycheck or anything, I immediately go and pay bills. I immediately just dump so much money on bills. Like, whenever I get my taxes, um, every year I always pay up my car payment. Every time. No matter how big the check is, I always get at least two payments in there. Because then, like, why not? If I don't want to spend it on stupid shit, I might as well spend it on my fucking car. Because I can go buy right? stupid shit. I can go yeah. travel to stupid places. <laughs> like, cool, you know? Exactly. That's one thing I adore about my mom. is She really taught me, you have to be responsible. I'm not going to do everything for you. She wasn't mean about it. But she taught me that shit. And she taught me a lot of shit with love. Because I knew, even when I didn't know. Like, I know now, she loved me with every choice that she made for me. She was always looking out for my best intent. And, God, I respect that shit, because I can only imagine how hard it's going to be when I start doing it with karma. Um, uh, speaking of karma, she's another one of my role models, actually. She taught me, um, she taught me patience. She taught me real love. Uh, she was my first taste of real love, of what it's like to really love a human unconditionally. Because there's so many conditions with a kid. 
especially like when you have sensory issues, like auditory sensory issues when they're crying, like that that's immediately like a a thing, you know. And I love her and I'll deal with it. Like this teething. Lately she's been teething every every other week or some shit and it's it's been kicking my ass, but I really wouldn't want to do it with anybody else. I wouldn't want to do it for anyone else. Like I even if it, it's so hard, but I really don't mind. Cause there's some sweet ass moments in there when she's just giggling and she's finally out of that pain for a bit, but she finally distracted herself or she's eaten and, and she's, she just wants to lay on your chest. Yeah. She just wants to fall asleep. Cause I don't, I'm not going to get to hold her forever. Nowadays, whenever we try to hold her, she's like, yes. Yeah. She gets so yes. mad. And she she's immediately like, starts pushing. Like, Kicking everything. Man. Taught me how to be happy because like she'll fall on her ass, she'll fucking wipe out. I've seen her wipe out some crazy yes, ways, dude. She has. She'll fuck her shit up, and just get up and be like, oh, duh, duh, duh. <laughs> yeah, yes, bro. Show you with the da da da. Show you with the yeah. <laughs> Call her name, yeah, bro. Literally, and um, the biggest lesson that she taught me is um how to be a good person and that you will change for the ones that you love. Because a sister got patience. Before I was pregnant, best believe my model was fuck them kids. I'm <laughs> not even kidding, bro. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Kids, disgusting. Uh. <clears throat> I changed my entire outlook on kids. As soon as I found out she was due in January, I was like, okay, and I love kids. Kids are so great. Holy shit. You're great. It put it in perspective what kids actually are, and, like, to me, kids are the next, the next up. They're gonna carry whatever legacy we want them to carry. I don't know about y'all, but kindness is something I hold. Like, yeah. I want that to be a big part of the legacy for the entire universe. And the meaner you are to kids, the meaner they are. And I know from experience, I was bullied like shit as a fucking kid, man. I was always treated like shit. I was never anyone's first pick. No one ever really loved me like that. Except for, you know, my mom and my sister, like, obviously. But no one ever loved me like that. And it made me hate the world for a bit until I found people that did love me. Unconditionally. Hello. <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. And she gave me motivation to want to be a good person. I've always wanted to be a good person, but I've been so stuck in my habits and I have to break my habits. There's a kid watching me at all times now. You know, like it's a work in progress, but she's she's giving me something to reach for too. And the funny thing is she doesn't even do nothing. She, she just exists, doing. bro. She literally doesn't know she's doing it. It's perfect. And then I also want to mention that these are in no particular order. Except for obviously karma was top. Because that was a particular order. I'll admit that. That was on purpose. But <laughs> these are in no particular order. I just started ranting off in my head. So another role model that I have is um, Sadie, actually. What? LOL. Yes, yes. So as you know, you are, you are one of my spiritual guides. Um... In this lifetime, one of my human form spiritual guides. Not like a god, you know, like you are yes. one of my... Yes, exactly. You are one of my 
in-flesh spiritual guides that is here to remind me in reality to wake up sometimes. And one thing I admire about you is your self-control. <laughs> so I will admit, every now and then you pop off, but it's always justified. You always get pushed to the point where any motherfucker would just go off. <laughs> you... Holy shit. I don't know. Like, whatever you were kicking to me out of my house, I don't know how you didn't just deck him in the face when he started going for the Honestly! Because... You're so oh, conscious. You're so here. And younger Sadie, and this is before I even got woke, like, younger Sadie, no, I was like, aggressive, aggressive, aggressive. You're going to go off, I'm going to give you some. Like, okay? And then as I got older, I'm like, you know what? Like, in my early, tw- or like, my 25s, like, I was 25, so multiple 25s. <laughs> Well, I've had past lives, so. (laughs) But when I was 25, you know, I used to, well, 24, I used to um, tell my roommates, like, because my roommates were younger than me, and they would, like, be like, Sadie, like, how are you not getting more riled up? And I'm like, you know, honestly, it takes me more to get me to, like, keep going. Because I'm like, you know what, I can get pissed off for, like, five minutes, and then they'll be out of my fucking life. Unfortunately, I couldn't keep that mentality in 2018 to early 2020. Uh, but yeah, uh, since then, since I got woke, uh, that's definitely <laughs> something that has been a main priority is get your shit in check, girl. Stop fucking reacting with emotion. React with knowledge. React with a calm, cool, collected head because you can make rational decisions doing that. You okay? <laughs> yeah, I thought I really got something in my eye for a second. Holy shit. I think it might be a piece of hair that's, like, caught in my eyelash or, like, an eyelash that, like, fell off. A piece of hair that's caught in your eyelash? Yeah, a piece of hair that's caught in my eye. You've never had that? Where, like, your hair just strays off and it just... Oh, yeah, of course you know. Yes, you bitch, I was that. about to say, I... What? These little curly little... These little one-inch curls? <laughs> catch on my eyelash? Yeah, girl, I deal with that all the time. At least I know what you're talking about. <laughs> this is so funny, I'm gonna fart. Oh, silent. Wow, is it even mine? <laughs> Sarah, where's your silent fart? It won't be silent. <laughs> I hate it. I promise. Okay, and um, one thing I also really admire about you is the growth you've had within this not even a whole year that we've been friends. Like... You're constantly trying to grow, but you're not trying to grow. And you're constantly helping me grow without trying to help me grow. Sometimes you just say some dumb shit, and I'm like, (laughs) hold on. Why are you onto something right now? (laughs) You, You teach without teaching, you know? And um, one thing I also really admire about you is that you do all of these good qualities plus more that I'm going to mention. And you're also a work in progress and you're aware of being a work in progress. You're going to make me cry, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Like I really admire that about you because I, I'm not perfect. Thank God I want to be and I'm not, and I'm never going to be. And that's okay. And it's nice to see someone that I look up to that I know isn't perfect, that I know fuck some shit up sometimes. And you still, you still amaze me all the time. I'm still like, holy shit, she's cool as fuck. Literally. 
Thank you. I live with the bitch, and I'm still amazed all the fucking time. (laughs) God. You guys are, they're talking me up, (laughs) y'all. When people meet me in real life, they're going to be like, really? This is the bitch y'all talk about? Um, I'm going to just say this. You get everybody, uh, not even on purpose, but you get everybody to tell you their whole fucking life story. Tell me how. I don't know. It's funny. I mean, I I literally everybody fucking trusts her with their fucking life story. The first time I met her, I told her my whole fucking life story. Rob told me his life story. Casey told me his life story. We shared our life story. Um, Dylan shared his life story. Uh, And he was like, I've never talked to to people like this before. And I, I told him there, I said, honestly, dude, I really don't know why, but I've... I have this quality in me somehow that gets people when they first meet me to just be to spill their guts. So then, why are you denying how amazing you are? I just—I just don't think that. it's. I don't know what it is. Should not take compliment. Me too. Saying. Yeah. I know. Didn't I just talk? I'm about, like, didn't I just? Talking. Didn't I just talk about the weaknesses uh, of yeah. learning to take compliments? Well, I'm still, I'm still a work in progress. <laughs> You're fried. <laughs> I'm still working on accepting compliments. <laughs> and then one final thing that I really, 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 really like about you is that you are a pacifist. You will take the high road. You will take whatever means necessary to avoid bad conflict. But you are a G. And if you get your clothes <laughs> stuck on, you will beat the fuck out of somebody. You do not give a fuck. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I call that bad. <laughs> Very true. And in my younger years, no, I was always smashing motherfuckers into fucking porcelain sinks, bitch. Yes, yes, you guys have heard the stories. I really was. I was ferocious. I mean, and in part, it was because I got bullied and I was just like, I'm not fucking taking this anymore. And just because of my size and skin color, you are not going to bully me. You may be twice my size. You may be bigger than me, but I will go down swinging if I go down and I will not fucking stop. And that mentality has made me a, really a ferocious fucking fighter. And I've told people like, you put your hands on me. There are no... Like, I don't do low blows, but if I got to hit you in a low blow, I will fucking hit you there. I will get you down. You got to go there first, but I will go there. Like, you will not get back up off this fucking ground if I don't want you to. Yeah. And recently in the fucking altercation that I I got into, I snapped myself out of it. And it was like, Sadie, you were about to lose control because you are smashing this bitch's face on your fucking kitchen floor. Like, you better stop. And that's when I was like... Are you gonna stop? Because if you don't stop, I'm gonna hit you harder. Like, I'm gonna... You're not gonna get up. Yeah. Anywho, yes. I I, honestly, when you mentioned the uh, low blow type of thing, I thought about Lubert and my fight with her. Mm -hmm. Because the bitch sat on me. (laughs) I can't breathe. (laughs) So what am I supposed to do? So I kicked the bitch in the chin. I would have... That's not a low... What am I supposed to do? That's not a low blow. That is a you. But you, you finna get uppercut with my foot. <laughs> Timmy's low blow was uh choking me out, but I grabbed his neck. I had nails too, so I scratched his shit. Yeah. Yes, you did. Okay. My next role model is Sarah. Oh, Ooh, Sarah Bear. Yes, yes, yes. You are very fiery. 
<laughs> you're very, very fiery, and you're very young, spontaneous, impulsive. <laughs> I really, really love it. I love it, love it, love it, because you're still a good person, and you can showcase, you showcase this to me, that it's possible to be both yin and yang and still have fun. You're so, you're so fiery, so quick with the shits, but you're so, hey, let's just vibe. Hey, you want to just listen to music? Hey, you want to just go drink for a bit? You know what I mean? You, you really are a friend for every mood, in my opinion. <laughs> I, I like that. that. I really like I really that. You're yeah. very, yes, you're very flexible. You're, you're good company no matter what the company is doing. Aww. And I like it. You're just a vibe, bro. You're a whole <laughs> vibe. Oh, I love you. And then I also really like that you don't give a fuck. You do, <laughs> but you don't give a fuck. Just like say you will stomp the piss out of a bitch if you really need to. But you will avoid that motherfucker at damn near all costs. You won't let somebody approach you incorrect, though. As soon as they start talking, you talk back immediately. Yes. You're like, ah, right game. Wrong bitch, and here's why you fucking incorrect, ho. <laughs> what was that thing that you said earlier? What did I say? Something on the Facebook thing. What did you say? What Facebook thing? You said it, and I was like, I like that. And you said, I got it from somewhere. What did you say? That fits too. Well, I forgot it. Hold on. Oh, fuck. What? Did, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I just can't remember it. Yeah. Fuck, I can't remember either. I'll remember it right after we fucking stopped recording. Damn. What were we talking about in that? What was the context? I, girl, I don't fucking remember. Um. Fuck! I don't remember! Oh, you tried it? Something did it and you tried it. So oh, you're the, about some, the one, uh. Here, here's what. Uh, come at me! And find out, or something like that. Step one, fuck around. There you go. Find out. There you go. That that now fits. we need to flag this and yes. fix that. That fucking fits too. So um, I saw a post on Facebook that also describes you really well, and it's uh, step one, fuck around. Step two, find out. Yes. And the funny thing is, this isn't even about like just you fighting. You always. <laughs> you fart? <laughs> um, that fucking couch. <laughs> Ouch. Oh my god. <laughs> if you guys ever hear a random wet one, it was 100% that fucking leather couch. <laughs> you looked at me and I was like, did you fart? <laughs> no, it was literally this. The one thing I like about that uh, step one, fuck around, step two, find out. Um... You always throw people for a loop when it comes to, like, things about your personality, too. Like, I'll be like, oh, well, I totally stroke you as this. And you're like, no, I'm this type of bitch. Yes, really, <laughs> really. Sarah, you are, like, I'm going to say, use the cliche phrase of one in a million. Oh. Well, yeah, and you're you. definitely an expect the unexpected type of bitch. Oh. Are you going to get a cuddle? Or are you going to get a punch in the face? Who knows? Find out. <laughs> Find out on this next episode of I'm an Aries. <laughs> and a redhead. Big facts. Aries and redhead, perfect combination. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> Another one of my role models is actually my manager at work, and her name is Sian. And um, 
I've known Sienna since we were in color guard together, and she's always been so diligent, so thorough, so clean, so well put together, even though I know for a fact her life was a fucking hellhole back in those days. She always <coughs> got the shit done. No matter what the fuck it was, no matter what her personal situation was, she'd come in, do the shit, get out. She's so hardworking. If she can't figure something out, give her a minute. And she'll figure it out. She she will figure the shit out. Another thing about her is, um... She knows how to convey a message. She is a fantastic leader. She has so much patience, too. Like, holy shit. Um, at, our, at everyone's job, there's always those slackers that just won't fucking listen to you. I don't know how the fuck she tells these motherfuckers 20, 30, 40 times within the same week the same damn thing with a smile on her fucking face every time. See, that's, Bitch, that, how? That was my struggle when I was a manager. It was, it was it's like, frustrating. I can't, I get it. I can't repeat point. the same thing I have told you 15 times this week with this, or today or in the last five minutes with a smile on my face. I just can't. I used to struggle with my, like con- controlling my facial features. My, <laughs> Yes. Uh, I was her employee, so I know. Yes. Yes. I I did struggle with that. And, uh, I mean, hopefully now, if I ever step back up into a management position, my new enlightenment would actually be beneficial. Mm -hmm. I think it would. To my job. I think it would. It would be interesting to find out. I don't want to... Bite off more than I can chew. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm just vibing. Oh God. But I definitely know I've got the capability to step up into a manager role again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You had the capability the first time. Your employees were just fucking dumb as shit. <laughs> and if you think I'm talking about you and you're listening to this, maybe I am, maybe I'm not. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> That's for you to decide. Do you suck? <laughs> yes. More than likely. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, and she's really good at keeping her composure. Like, of course, she's open and honest with me. So, like, I've seen her break down. I've seen it. But you could throw this bitch into the fucking tiger pit. And, yeah, she might get a little stressed, but she's really good at keeping it under wraps. Like, she's she's a strong little bitch. For real, for real. Whole bull. A whole bull. Like, an icon. A fucking icon. I love Sienna. I adore Sienna. I'm so, 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 so fucking happy that she's my manager. She's the one I gotta deal with the most. Hell yeah. I will literally deal with her forever, ever. Felt that about Darlene. Bro, don't like, get me started on Darlene. I mean... She's a fiery little hot-headed like, boat. She, yeah, she knows, like, she knows what the fuck going on. Literally gonna... Like, was gonna say that. Like, yeah, we, you know, we sometimes have our differences, but, like, I've told her, and I mean it, like, if you leave this store, Darlene, like... I gotta look for another job because I can't work for anybody else. Yeah, like, like I, Darlene, you're understanding and you're compassionate, and we really respect that over here. So, honestly, I didn't like Darlene when I worked there. There's no, there's <laughs> every there now only, and then her and I butt heads, but There yeah. was only one time that I really appreciated her. See, when Darlene, back when you worked there, Darlene was really, and it's not a bad thing. She was a stickler for following the rules. Yes, bro. Like, and and yes, and a lot of people, if you didn't know her or like wasn't close to her on a personal level, you, she came off as a bitch. Yes. And I would have to tell people like, 
No, she just she just fall. And same thing with Steve. Like, yeah, they're just by the book. Like, they really are. They're they don't want to stray because that's not the Walmart way. They're they're by the book. They're doing what they need to be that needs to be done. However, there are people like us that are like. Sometimes you gotta break the rules to get A, B, C, D, and probably E done. If you want all of this Please. done, let me bend. Yes, this. just yeah. let me cut these corners right now. Or if and- you want me to follow all the rules, I will follow all the rules. Just don't complain when the shit doesn't get done. Right. Exactly. I'm sorry, but the rules work for some people. The rules don't work for others. That's just right. how it is. And like the uh, the scenario I was telling you the other day about the nine milk pallets and yes. all that shit. Like she she knows like she she was the one that put the milk in there one day and it was all sorts of messed up i think it's under your leg yeah there it is you want to stop recording and then uh do it yeah yeah i literally was gonna i was thinking about doing Alrighty, and my next role model is Matt, actually. <laughs> of course! Yeah, okay, so, not gonna lie, I'm a very lovey-dovey, affectionate little bean, so, like, um, I get attached easy, and, uh, he's the same way. Mm, we're on the same vibe, we're, like, the same person. He's, like, my best friend, honestly, like, I can tell him anything, we talk all the time, he's exactly... Shut we the gotta... fuck up. <laughs> she knew where I was going! <laughs> Wait, what did you say? <laughs> on her for a second so what did you say um i i said he's like my best friend and i you guys know you're my best friend okay that's like we about to deck this fool and we ain't even (laughs) met him yet we finna fuck his shit up you ain't nobody's best friend stay in your lane maddie i love you guys but nobody has touched my baby (laughs) stay in your lane fool stay in your lane i'll pull you back while she takes (laughs) (laughs) i'll be like let her go like now you want me to let her go fuck bitch make your mind up first you say don't get in your fights now you want me in it make your shit bitch you're confusing me i'm moving out No more, you're confusing me. I'm officially done with this bullshit Like, even though this is the second fight I've witnessed, I'm done. I can't take it anymore. Too, too many. Right? Too, too many. You're fucking mess. Wait, they're going to be like, can you shut up? (laughs) Bloopers. Bloopers. No matter like, can you get to the part where it's about me? Right. (laughs) He's going to be like, and waiting. Waiting. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, how'd you let them interrupt me while you were talking about me? <laughs> I would literally, I would literally just tell him my ah, <laughs> ah. He would get it. He would get it. But um, yeah, Matt and I go together like peanut butter and jelly. Yuck. But okay. <laughs> We're a little too sweet for you, I guess. Literally. Don't know what song you sing. TikTok song, musically song. I don't. Bitch, I don't do that. I've known this song since I was in like middle school. The fuck? That's a funny musically song. Bitch, you grew up in Florida. Huh? You grew up in Florida. And your point? (laughs) So I can't do a song? Yeah, yeah. Different chop. Like she. 
Oh, now I know what you mean. Now I understand the route you were taking. I took the wrong route. I took the wrong fork, my bad. Apparently, I was on the wrong fork, too, because y'all two were on the same road. I was on the dirt road. Y'all were on the paved road. I was confused because, like, I've known this song forever, but, like, me and Charlotte know the same songs that I knew when I was in Florida, too, so I was like, what? What? Yeah, now we understand what the fuck you meant. Now we get it. Oh, well, we're fine. <laughs> But yeah, Matt, Maddie, Maddie, Bo, Batty, Banana, Nana, Fo, Batty. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> nice. I like his name. Yes, yes. My little the way that you did, Batty. Yeah, bro. My little dare I say Matthew. <laughs> I've never called him Matthew. Anyway, anyway, um. We fit together like no other, and he was, like, my missing piece to the lessons on love that I needed to learn. So I learned love from my friends. <clears throat> I didn't really have a real love, like, relationship love that was actually real, now that I'm looking back, now that I know what real love is. And um, he taught me what it should be, how it should be. And, um... He taught me a lot about understanding what other people are saying, listening, you know. Um, and he also taught me that you will change uh, for those you love. Um, of course, it takes two to tango in a relationship. Um, I didn't deserve to get my ass beat. Not saying that, but um, I did some shit to my exes on accident. That sucked. And, you know, I do feel bad for it, but all I can say is I'm sorry. And it won't happen again, because, bye. <laughs> I can promise you it will not happen again. <laughs> like, But, um, he did teach me that you will make compromises for the ones that you love. Because I could see myself making compromise for many day of the week. You know, just like I can see myself making compromises with my friends and my, my family. Like, just the same. I love him just the same as I do my people. And... As much as I hate to admit it, I've never loved my exes the way that I love him. I wish I could have been as genuine. I I fucking felt that because once I found my lover soulmates, I've realized like I never I wanted us to fit. However, with meeting finding my lover soulmates, we fit together naturally. It yeah, it, it, it works. doesn't take work. Exactly. It, it just work, works. It doesn't take work. And then there's me. Dude, when it happens, it happens. And when it happens, you'll know. You'll know right away. Oh, hey, I'm not with anybody. I've just found my lover soulmates. Eventually. I felt love for my exes the way that I feel with Matt. Like, Matt is special. And he is different. Um, I've never been so purely in love with someone just to be in love with them. I did it because I wanted to be loved back. I think you found your Casey. What do you mean? Elaborate. Found your lover soulmate. Cause I don't. I wanna. I wanna love him for him. I wanna show him love because I want him to feel loved, and I. Honestly, I don't trust anyone else to do it. 
I want him to get the love that he deserves because he's such a good dude. He's been through the same shit I have. So I know exactly how he feels and I know the love he deserves. The same love I deserve. A real one. I want to be good to him all the time. That's how I know why I'm in love. For real. There's no... I don't want him to love me back. I want to love him because I want to love him. He loves me back. And that that's what I deserve, but my motive to loving him is to love him, and that's, it's, it's white. It's not black and white or gray, it's clear. It's exactly, it's pure intention. That's how I know. I look up to him because he has this way of making me feel feelings that I never thought I could actually feel. Like, it's more than just a chemical reaction in my head. It's, I could touch it, basically. It's here. In this moment, it's real. I can see it. I can feel it, feel it. And no one, no one will ever be able to compare to him. love him so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I have two more. Uh, this is actually my first best friend. My, my, like, my first best friend that lasted a long, long, long time to this day. And Sam. My, my fucking green eggs and Sam. My <laughs> Sammy. My sham wow. My, oh, uh, God. I love Sam. I cannot wait to see her Thursday. But Sam taught me what real loyalty is and what real friendship is. We never had it out for each other. We helped each other through hard times. We came up from the mud together. Now, we're we're doing our own things. We're on, like, different waves, if you will. But we still support each other. We still have love for each other. We're still sending shit out to each other. Love knows no distance. Love knows no time gap. We can kick it like that. Yes, I've got a few friends that are like that too. Like, she's the first ever raw, real, true friend that I've ever had in my life. And I love her so deeply. Nothing in the world could ever make me stop loving her. Like... That is my bitch. And the last one actually is Anna. Um, Anna is one of my mom friends. She kind of got me into witchcraft. I was already kind of into witchcraft, but she like pushed me, gave me that little extra influence, made me think it was cool because it is. But um, when I was with Timmy, he was against me being into witchcraft um, because uh, it would help me grow and make me realize that he was a piece of shit and I deserved better because I was settling. I was settling for that motherfucker big time. Whether he wants to admit it or not, it's a different story, but I was way above him. I would take so much shit for no reason. He would never understand. Never understood where I was coming from or anything. It was all about him. He was always calling me selfish, but like, nah, dude, that's you. You just never took time to understand what I needed. You just wanted what you needed. He wanted to take everything from me. And then Anna brought me to that light 
and gave me a fresh start with the witchcraft. And one thing she taught me heavy is that it's okay to not be okay all the time. Because sometimes she's not okay, but I still think the world of her. She goes through some shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she, and she, it seems like nothing is wrong. Like, you can't tell. Yeah. She's hard to you read. You can't tell unless she openly talks to you. Yeah, and like, one thing I respect about her is that she always gets back on it. Every time, dude. And every time she comes back stronger. Like, Universe been kicking her ass recently, but she's gonna be looking up for her. When it looks up, man, she's gonna be skyrocketing. I already know that I have absolutely no doubt in her abilities whatsoever. She's, um, also really funny, like me, and I see a lot of myself in her, and I like that. I like, I like when I see myself in people. Because then I'm like, oh, you're easier to understand. Which means I'll be easier for you to understand, too. That's really all of my idols and role models that I can think of off the top of my head. If you're offended that you didn't get mentioned, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, uh, a mess. <laughs> That's pretty much it. What about you, Sadie? Who are your idols slash role models? Do you have an extensive list like me, or are you a, a woman of simple things? Simple things. Um, let's just hope I don't tangent. Basic. <laughs> um, Got you, Sarah. Got well, <laughs> let's start with, um, I guess, my idols. Um, I've got two people that I'm going to mention who are my idols. Haley Williams. Uh, when Haley Williams went through her divorce, she kind of lost herself and had to find herself. Be and like that. when she would share her story um, on her social media, sort of about her, like, I really connected with it. I, like, really felt what she was feeling. And... I was in the tail end of the toxic relationship and I was like, this is how I feel. And a lot of it was about like... Sorry about that music she made after that. Yes. Fucking hit yes. me at when Black she did When she did Simmer, and oh my god. I was like, I found Simmer before we split and I just, I really loved it. It was just like, oh. Because like the first line is a... Uh, or like when you first, the music starts like... It, the rhythm starts going, and then you hear her, like, <gasps> and then uh, she starts doing this kind of, like, breathy thing through it. In the music video, she's running through the forest, and then she's running from herself. Oh, yeah. And, like, it just fucking smacked. Oh, yeah, I remember and when you showed me that music video. When uh, the, she says, rage is a, is a quiet thing. You think that you've tamed it, but it's just lying in wait. I was like, fuck, why did you just say because oh I might cry but like I at that time I was just like I cannot control my fucking rage like I am so ragey like at the I relate flip after of a breaking hat. up with after breaking up with Timmy it was broke it was everything he got that into me <clears throat> yeah he got his sickness yes. into me literally same with Brett yes so when she like just would shit when she started releasing her solo album and I just started like really connecting to that music because it was her. 
it was her bearing her soul and it was just beautiful it was raw and I was just like oh my god and the fact to see like somebody in that position I'm using air quotes because I don't mean like bad intentions but hit her rock bottom and then find herself again that was inspirational even though I didn't recognize it as that at the time until I thought about like who are my idols yes uh and then that goes uh another celebrity Miley Cyrus I used to fuck with her real hard I was a huge Hannah Montana fan even though like yes her that is one theme song I will sing every time I will not skip that shit I will sing that I was watching that at an age I was too old to be watching Hannah Montana but I used to enjoy watching I used to get made fun of for loving Hannah Montana now it's a trend and I'm like fuck y'all I (laughs) (laughs) we all or we just coughed um, but, uh, I, I, I fucked with her music after the Hannah Montana phase a lot. And then when she, what I considered lost her goddamn mind, I was like, bitch, what the fuck happened to you? Like, you done lost your goddamn mind. And I did not fuck with her music. Um. Back when she, uh, like, can't be tamed slash bangers yeah, era. Yes, the, ba- no, the bangers era. Can't be tamed was when she was still... She was expressing that creative outlet, and I loved it. And then yeah. the bangers, and I was like, was just, eh. "Yes, when she chopped, yes, yeah. the twerking shit." Don't get me wrong; she looks fine as fuck twerking. But I was like, "Bitch, your music is just trash. It's garbage." I'm like in the club, high on perp. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know. Oh, you don't know twenty three? No. Please oh, yeah, I, I know that song. Yes. Is it by Miley? Yeah. Hell yeah. See, again, like, if it yeah, was... Yeah, it's from, on the Bangers album. I yeah. don't... Okay, so off the Bangers, the... Is... We Can't Stop on that? I think yeah. so. Okay. We I like that one. Stop. And the only... I... That one, of course, because that was a mainstream... That was a radio hit. I love that. Adore you. Um, I was no, 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 no. Okay, that. no. And then that's what I was going to say. I didn't find that song till after... I gotta send that to Matt real quick. Um... <laughs> I don't remember when I found that song. It was years after that album came out. And I was like, wow. Um, And this was probably around the time that I was starting to get woke. Uh, That I I was really impressed that during that time where I considered her that she lost her fucking mind. She made such a beautiful fucking masterpiece. Mm -hmm. That song gives me goosebumps. I mean... Oh my god, hearing her, because I'm like, this is the song I can hear you pour your fucking heart and soul into. I can feel your fucking emotion. I feel what the fuck you went through. And then, she she came back, she reinvented herself, and she is just fucking sensational. And what's really crazy... Oh my god, do you guys remember that meme where he goes, sensational? That's immediately what I thought of when she said no. that. No. Oh god, I'll tag it, I'll tag you in it the next time I see it, but a lot of people know, comment the meme if you can, dude. Sensational. Like, it's, it's so fucking funny. Sensational. Uh, over my head. <laughs> um, I forgot what he was talking about, fuck. Oh, well, get back on top. All good, all good. Uh, but, 
she reinvented herself and she when she reinvented herself she came back with this 80s 70s grunge vibe mm -hmm. and that was when the time like around the same time that my fascination for that sparked and it, it was weird when she first appeared in a magazine for a photo shoot I was like dude this is totally 80s and then like I flip it over and it's literally talking she's talking about her love for like the 80s and I'm just like whoa <laughs> we did we just find this passion at the same time but her song uh mother's daughter oh my god dream those fucking songs this album that she's put out um she is coming chef's kiss i now idolize her again for being her unapologetically And it was just like that, and that was inspirational to be you, Sadie, unapologetically. Uh, moving on to some role models. Uh, the first one I'm going to start off with, um, this is in no particular order, uh, Casey. Because Casey uh, happens to be one of my soulmates, but also was the person who woke me up. Grab my brush up a little makeup. You want to do That's all I get. That's all you I got. are a card, bro. <laughs> um a corn ball. Yes. But uh he woke me up spiritually, so I saw him at the beginning, like the sprouting of my journey of him being my spiritual guide and sort of a god and a deity like I idolized the fuck out of him I worshipped the ground that he walked on for all the wrong reasons because I was don't get me wrong totally attracted to him he was the uh, bee's knees in my eyes um but uh <laughs> I wanted to impress him bad. I wanted to show him that the knowledge that he was gifting to me, I was using it. Yeah. And I mean, and, that's okay, but in moderation. And at one point, um, after we split, uh, I was meditating and the epiphany hit and it was just like, Sadie, you, whoa, 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 are idolizing him for the wrong reasons. Yes, I, I should clarify too. I idolize him too for his, his, pre his presence, his aura, his essence, like who he is. And, you know, a lot of the times, like when he would be himself, like he'd be like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, dude, do not apologize for being you. You, who me, you are, beautiful. Like, and inside my head, I'd be like, that's who I'm going to fall in love with. <laughs> you know? And I, I loved who 
he was like or not i shouldn't say was like he ain't that <laughs> who he is like it's just it's beautiful he's very optimistic and sensible and that was something that was like that is very attractive and when he told his story to me or not told but he shared a story with me about how he started his spiritual journey that was inspirational that like wow you were rock bottom and here you are two years later like person is my mom um uh my mom raised was a single mom who raised eight kids. Damn. Um, I was a handful. Black sheep usually are. Yes. Um, I was a handful, but also I was like a lot of the times people would say my sister Essence was like my mom, and I to myself was like, no, Essence is not like. I am mom. And you know how they say, like, the child you fight with the most is the one most like you? Mm. Do you know that saying? Like, me and my mom that, would be... Yeah, now that I'm older, I see my similarities with my mom, and I understand why she fought me so much. Everyone yeah, says my too. sister's like my mom, but I think my sister taught my mom what she wanted to be, kind of, in a sense. She gave her the missing pieces or whatever. And then, um, yeah, I ended up just like... Yeah, um, my mom and I always fought. I was always the one getting in trouble when I was younger. Yeah. Um, when I finally did move in with my mom at 16, like, we and we butted heads a lot. And then after I moved out, her and my sister started butting heads, and me and her started getting along more. And then, turns out, my sister's a lot more like my mom than I am. I believe it. My sister's actually a lot more like my mom than I am. Uh. Yeah, you guys butted heads a lot. Oh, no, no, oh, yeah, um, yeah, we butted heads a lot, and... Although I didn't have the childhood I wanted, she did teach me a lot of things, um... A lot of things that I admired about her but at the same time I had a traumatic childhood and I didn't like the things that she did and one of them was her at one point moving into her boyfriend's house when I was 13 and I had to raise my five younger siblings and I think that's where the resentment from that grew yeah and you couldn't be a kid. You had to yes, be kids. Yes. Yes. Um, so with that, it all she also taught me like what I how I didn't want to raise my children. And from that, it also made me want children for the wrong reasons. And I don't remember finding out why. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're excused. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I wanted children for the wrong reasons, um, and 
I think it was a conversation about kids with uh, my aunt Tia, and I was ragging about my mom, and she was just like, you know, Sadie, have you ever thought about it? Like, so I was, like, complaining. I was like, you know, my mom says, like, don't do this, don't do that. Like, I was like, yet here she is doing exactly what she's telling me not to do, like, once I'm, like, that age or once I get older. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, she's such a hypocrite. And my aunt was like, you know, Sadie, have you ever thought of it that maybe your mom's telling you, like, don't follow what I'm doing? Yeah, I understand. I understand that point. And I was just like, "Let's do as I say, not as I do." I was like, and uh, I told myself I don't want to be like that. Yeah, I I straight up was just like, uh, "No, she's just fucking stupid." (laughs) Yes, I was very angsty. (laughs) I wasn't a teenage angsty kid. I was like, I only say that at work. A young twenty-year-old angsty kid. Um. And then the last role model I have is, and this is not like an ego thing, but I consider myself a role model. I see myself as a role model because knowing that, like, you, you, one, don't have to be stuck in your habitual your toxic habitual patterns and two you can change and I'm the result I was once like you look at me now I like to treat I I I treat people the way I want to be treated. And for that, I see that as a role model because I'm setting an example. Also, another reason why I see myself as a role model, I'm always trying to impress myself. I'm always trying to shock the fuck out of me. Like, whoa, bitch, you never... You, you said you couldn't. Look what you did. Look at you, boo. What did it do? Yes, I'm always... trying to challenge myself. And... I... Now, at this point... Or not at this point. Now... With my enlightenment I'm able to impress myself a lot more um and oh I said the last one no I'm lying (laughs) my notes today are all all over the page uh my My last one that I have for you guys are my soulmates. My soulmates are always teaching me things about myself, about 
different perspectives. I have opened literally every piece of candy. You know, we have to open every single candy. I have to try it all. But. Because I don't want candy. <laughs> I know, I'm good. Girl, you know me with candy. Because all my kisses are young. As you have said, Charlotte, you see yourself in Anna. I see myself in my soulmates. I find myself in my soulmates. I don't want to, and I hate to use the word role model for what you guys do for me. I want to use the word, like, influencers. Your wisdom, your knowledge, when we talk, when we just shoot the shit. Sometimes we say some pretty deep shit that's like, dude. And most of the time we be saying it on accident. Like, we just be talking and it's like, whoa. Yes. Why are you so smart? And it's just, I enjoy that vibe that we give each other. It's... Dare I say bliss? Yes! Makes me feel good. I know how you feel about bliss. <laughs> keep it a miss. <laughs> no. No, you well, don't I was like, wait, I was like, wait. Wow, keep bliss a miss? Wow. Fuck up your own thing, you baby. She means. <laughs> well, that's pretty much it for me. Do y'all have anything else to add? No. Right. Uh, as a usual, it's Sadie. It's your girl Charlotte. It's Sarah. And we out this bitch. Remember, it's a good day to have a good day. <laughs> Bye. And now we're out this bitch. <laughs> <laughs>